The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Loving That Sports Talk with your host, James Loving. If you're looking for a fast-paced show that covers football and so much more, this is the place to be. Now, here's your host, formerly of the Philadelphia Eagles, James Loving. This is James Loving. I'm hosting Loving That Sports Talk, and it's a great day out here in Arizona today. I got two good guests today in the studio. You know, I got Brent. Castanowski returning again. How you doing today, Brent? I'm doing good, James. Thanks for having me on again, man. Brent, always here for the show to do the show with me. That's a great thing to have you here, Brent. Appreciate it. And then we got another special guest in there, Rui Felipe. Yep, Rui Felipe. Rui Felipe. How you doing? <laughs> Sorry, man. I'm got doing great. Thank you. I'm trying to pronounce the name, though, so we get it right today, Rui. <laughs> we call you Rui. 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 Yep. How Rui. you doing there? Well, we want to start off, um, well, everybody know my guest, Brent Castanowski, and I'll let all my listeners know. You know, one day I'll be going out of town, Brent will be running my show, but tell them again what you do, Brent. Uh, I'm a local uh, real estate agent here helping uh, families uh, mostly with short sales. So, so and, you know, me and Brent, we talk sports and do all that, you know, so we back non-stop, and forth. Non-stop, non-stop. Henry, what do you do? Uh, I'm the manager director for uh, uh, Benfica Soccer School, which is a youth soccer school that uh, is uh, uh, based over here in Phoenix. Arizona. So we're going to be getting Rudy idea, you know, sports and what he does out here with the kids and all like that. And we're going to get Brent. We know football. We throw that football on you today, Rudy, too. So are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. <laughs> well, today we want to start off. And it's a good thing to hear, too, and I got Brent. You know, I want to start off with sportsmanship. You know, we looked at what the um, New York Jets, if everybody's seen the New York Jets, the um, strength coat was on the sideline, and one of the Miami Dolphin players running down the sideline, and he stuck his knee out and tripped him, you know. And, and I, I want to ask you guys, you know, if a player had did that to another player or, you know, what would the consequence be? And as a coach, do it, what do we expect? What do you well, I personally think that, uh, you know, had it been another player, um, it's probably not as uh, as serious as a coach doing the actual uh, uh, tripping. You know, it's uh, obviously there's no room in sports for that uh, that type of behavior. I mean, I, I don't think he was thinking. You know what I mean? I'm going to cut him a little bit of slack and think that, you know, he just one of those reactive things where he probably, the second he did it, regretted the fact that he actually, you know, it's going to change his life forever because it's going to be go viral. It's going to be on YouTube. It's going to be on Twitter. It's going to be on right. all the social media networks and, and outlets. And, and, and that's something he's going to live with the rest of his life. So I would guess he wasn't thinking. Rui, now, what, what do you think about that? You've you seen the play? Uh, Have you heard about it? I didn't really had an opportunity to see the play uh, on the on the TV, but uh, I did hear uh, you know some what, some what, comments around about uh, what, what happened. Well, what if one of your coaches done that to a player? What would you expect from him? You think that would be uh, fired, or how would you react? Um, well, 
to us living with kids and and you know uh, the leadership uh, it's extremely important and 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 lead by example it's uh, to us is extremely important uh, you know there is a wrong message to send to a to a young player soccer player you know so uh, you probably we let them go and uh, uh, you know it's something that we can't you know uh, uh, as uh, Teach you know, uh, teach the kids you know. Uh, we 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 here to to grow this uh, young young kids you know inside the field and off the field and it's yeah. extremely important that we do the right things. Right, and like I was saying, right, you know, we looked at it and the coach, you, look, you just told me something I didn't even know. I ain't looked up. I don't know. Like you say, you heard it, but yeah, you know, can you explain that more that he was suspended? Well, the coach was well. I heard you know originally it was reported that uh, you know he was suspended for the rest of the season, fined twenty five thousand dollars, and um, you know they thought it was just more of a of a, of a knee jerk reaction. But there's been reports this morning that he's actually been suspended indefinitely now, um, and the reason being is because he ordered that whole kind of line of players to kind of stand toe to toe on the sideline and. And I guess the theory behind that is, is you know, kind of get in the way of the of the of the gunner, so to speak, to uh, to stop uh, them on the sideline. So um, I think the original thought process was that uh, you know somebody either told him to do it or that it was just um, a, a, a knee jerk reaction. But evidently, there's some evidence now that he um, at least uh, got in the way, kind of on purpose. And I think the knee might have been an afterthought. So now, Rui, I know you deal with a, bunch, a lot of kids and all like that. Now, yeah. um, the discipline that you give a, a, a kid, you know, that would does something like that. Now, would you suspend him, or would you like, you know, um, kick him off the team, or you know? But we look at it; it's a coach, you know. So by you dealing with more kids. Would you talk with them? What would you do if your uh, a child, one of your students does that? Well, to us, it's a teaching process. You know, uh, every you know, for us, the kids deserve. Uh, you know, uh, always have a second opportunity. It's it's, you know, it's mistakes of growing up, and it's up to us to, uh, you know, to teach them the right behavior. Uh, you know, to to grow with uh, playing sports requires. You know. Uh, any kind of sports to uh, tremendous amount of discipline and uh you know whatever we do inside the field it's what we want them to take off the field right. so uh you know it's obvious you know a, a good um spending time with with the player and 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 let them know that that is wrong that cannot happen again and uh if perhaps happens again that means we're not doing a good job with the you know, yeah, I think, with the kids. And I agree. I think, you know, ultimately we want to send the message to kids and, and professional athletes and everybody. I mean, I, I, I think everybody knows what's right. Everybody kind of knows what's wrong. And I think there, you have to factor in there is some human element in there. And, and we're human beings and we do make mistakes. Um, still, it's uncalled for and, mm-hmm. and, it's, and it's, you know, it's really ridiculous. And especially, like I mentioned, in this age when – you know everything goes on the internet and on YouTube, and you yeah. can watch it forever and ever and ever now. And um, you know you're going to kind of live with infamy, so to speak, with uh, doing something like that. But um, you know, I think with the case of the coach in New York, you know, very apologetic. He knows it was wrong. It wasn't like he's trying to not deny it. 
you know, do I think he needs to be suspended or, or, or you know, not have an opportunity to coach again in the NFL? No, I don't think so. I think, uh, you know, you pay your price for whatever time it's going to be. And I think, you know, this is a society where I think everybody deserves a second chance. So You're right. And uh, we got color in line. John, are you there? Yes, I am. How are you, James? Doing good today. How are you doing, John? What's your intake on this of what that culture did? Oh, I, I like uh, was said before, I think it was an impulse thing. He was into the heat of the game, and he uh, probably wish he shouldn't have done that. But, you know, it's happened before. You remember the famous one back in the 50s or 60s where the guy tackled the guy that was returning the punt? Yeah, what coach was that? Yeah, well, oh, I don't know. It was forever long <laughs> ago. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember? I mean, there's a couple plays like that. There's that, no. uh, there's that, uh, it was a bowl game, the Cotton Bowl game, yeah. where the, uh, it was Alabama versus, uh, like Rice or TCU or something like that, where, <laughs> I guess you remember. Uh, yeah, exactly. But, uh, you know, I think, you know, you, you know, talk about soccer, for example. I can't think of the gal, the college that she went to. Was it, was she a player for BYU, yeah. maybe, when she got caught uh, knocking that gal down last year? I mean, oh, yeah. exactly. I, I don't think it's anything that you don't walk out there and it's premeditated. I think it's just one of those things where it's human emotions get the best of you and <laughs> and you have a momentary lapse and you do something that you're going to – regret probably the rest of your life and and you know again in this society exactly. where you can go out and be a drunk driver or right. you can go out and have animal abuse charges yeah. you deserve a second chance you you agree with that john though i yeah, mean I if, yes i do if we look at do we forgive the players as well as the coaches yes once <laughs> I think, I, no i think if it's a, if it persists then something a final has to be done, like kick them out or something. You know, if they keep doing that sort of thing. But this guy ought to be given another second chance because it could have been impulse. Well, and like Brent was saying, yeah, you know, you don't sit there and premeditate, you know, and want to do this. It comes, but, you know, like a spur of the moment, you know, you're looking like you're into the game and you're looking, to, you know, you, you want to win, you know, that's the key. And we do strange things to win the game, you know. I'm sure football – Soccer kids do strange things to win the game. Am I right, Rob? Uh, yeah, absolutely. And that happens, you know, uh, at the professional level. You know, uh, it's a quite few incidents that uh, yeah. happen out there. And, you know, uh, the price is paid for, you know, the player is suspended or the coach is suspended. And, you know. Uh, yeah. There's a variety of things that I think people do that, um, you know, are, are you know, when when a soccer player takes a dive and it's pretty obvious on TV, I mean, you know, sure. it's not it's not the same thing. It's not sticking your knee out and tripping somebody. But on the flip side of that, you're you're trying to get an advantage and you do something that, you know, once it's shown on video, you're probably going to realize that it was absolutely wrong. Whether it's tripping somebody or whether it's taking a dive, absolutely. You know, it's uh, cheating is not uh, you know it's not uh, allowed and you know it's uh, it needs to be punished and. If it's a player that is makes a dive to uh, to get a penalty, or you know, of course he needs to be, you know, uh, give a yellow card, and you know, hey, that's not acceptable. You play the game, you know, but that's the the right way. John, no, you go ahead, John. I'm sorry. You think um, those celebrations fall into the same category like what the the guy from the Eagles did the other night? Well, you know what, we look at sports as an entertainment. You know, so I look at what player does, you know, it's entertainment. I mean, we look, I remember back years ago, 
I watch the game to see what Dennis Rodman's going to do or what T.O.'s going to do when he scores. You know, each player had some antic. The one guy had the cell phone. T.O. had the, you know, the Sharpie. The Sharpie. Yeah. So we look at entertainment to look at that. So I think it was okay, you know. Yeah, I agree. I, mean, I think, uh, you know, absolutely. when I watch a sporting event, I definitely want to be entertained. And if there's a, a, a celebration, if it, even if it's premeditated celebration, I yeah. like that myself. Um, I don't think there's <coughs> anything wrong with that either. What do you think? Yeah, I don't think it's, you know, it's to be taken on the wrong way. You know, it's a, it's a fan, and fans get very emotional. And, uh, you know, it's uh, celebrations are, you know, are to be made. So, uh, Absolutely. John, I know before we go to break, I know you want to throw something in about your Cardinals. Go ahead. You got it, John. <laughs> you there, John? Well, I, it was good to win again. That's all I got to say today. Uh, <laughs> that's, about all, that's about all we can say, John. I think so, yeah. Well, we look at it this way. They still close to being in the playoffs. They two games out of first. Two games out of first. <laughs> in the NFC West, you never know, John. <laughs> that's, that's true. My gosh. So we get our hats off to your card and hope they win another game this week. Okay. All right. Thanks, John. Looking forward to you calling in next week again. I'll be here. All right. Okay. We'll see you later. Bye. Well, I got my guest, Brent uh, Castanowski, in the studio. And I got Roy. 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 I, I'm going to get that name Roy. right. <laughs> Roy, you're going to get over here. I'm going to get that name. Can we get your nickname? You got it. You got it. Yeah. Roy, Roy. Roy, Roy. Yeah. And we'll be right back um, with James Lovell. We're hosting Loving That Sports Talk. We'll talk a lot about football, soccer, everything. So we'll be right back. to the pros we we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports you already get the general sports headlines and discussion on tv and radio tune in to the blueprint with randall gatewood yeah we'll cover all the general big name stuff too but we go beyond the typical sports radio show to bring you the details you don't get anywhere else We'll talk about the inspirational stories and the little-known successes. If you want creativity, The Blueprint is the place to be. Tune in every Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get ready to talk sports with someone who definitely has an opinion but respects yours as well. The beginning of every week is Crunch Time with Keenan Howry. We'll talk about what happened this weekend and what to look forward to next weekend. Keenan and his guests are ready to discuss the issues with you about football and sports in general. It's Crunch Time with Keenan Howry every Monday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. And make your voice heard. It's a fly ball, deep right field. Mark 
shot. Got it with 2.8 seconds left. to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is James Lumber by host of Loving That Sports Talk. I got my guests, Brent and Rui. I got it right that time, didn't I, Yep, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, this is an interesting show because, um, like, we was talking off the air, and I was talking to Brent and Rui, you know, um, we're going to learn about soccer. You know, I never knew a lot about soccer. And <laughs> I mean, James and I are are football fans, and yeah. Rui obviously is a football fan, but I think we have different uh, definitions of what football, football. might be. So. That is, Yeah, that is correct. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it's good for my listeners to uh, let you get out because, like I was saying, with, you know, we're going to learn about, you know, with football, you, but sure. it's, it's, it's all about sportsmanship. Absolutely. You know, no matter what sport you play, when you're on the field or off the yep. field, it's about, like, respect and sportsmanship. So, you know, uh, explain to us, you know. Well, to us, it's, uh, you know, it's a very delicate, uh, you know, uh, situation. Uh, we we work with kids. Uh, you know, sportsmanship is extremely important on, on, on what we do. Uh, teaching the kids, uh, you know, to grow inside the field and off the field, uh, you know, and uh, our goal is, you know, uh, the kid, you know, uh, a player needs to grow, and and uh, you know to help uh, be helpful to the society at the same time, uh, where where we live on. So uh, you know, as a player grows and and goes to play, uh, special for the kid that uh, could have an opportunity at the professional level, uh, growing, you know, with uh, with the right sportsmanship, <coughs> it's extremely important. Uh, when they become professionals, and uh, you know, it, it's it's uh, it's uh, it's a very delicate, uh, you know, growing for us uh, working with the kids. You know, we don't want you know a kid to uh, you know grow and 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 with the wrong sportsmanship and become uh, you know the wrong professional. Uh, uh, that's going to lead by example mm. uh, to you know to the other kids that are you know now looking at him. So uh, it's 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 a very delicate to us, you know. Yeah, Rui. You know, I have a question too. Is you know we talk about you know James and I are big you know NFL football fans, college football fans. We yep. like football, football, and I think you know as the Americans as a whole are kind of geared towards more football, baseball, but. Talk about what your thinking is as far as uh, you know the, the popularity of soccer in the United States is concerned, especially maybe here even in uh, in uh, the Southwest. In the South, uh, soccer's been uh, an extremely the last <coughs> in in my view uh, the last five years had, had uh, uh, you know a big grow in the in the U.S. Uh, last year. Uh, 
this year, uh, World Cup this year, uh, you know, uh, give uh, give U.S. Uh, more popularity on the sport. Uh, U.S. national team did well, uh, did, did a great performance on the World Cup. Uh, expectations were very high for the U.S. team, and, and you know, things just didn't go uh, as well as we wanted uh, it's just a game. Sometimes things don't happen the way we yeah. expect. You know, just like football, you make a plan, and yeah. you know sometimes the plans don't happen on the field, and uh, things need to be changed. You know, uh, changed at the last minute. But overall, the performance was fantastic. I think one of the best performance U.S. national team have made. Uh, you know, so far, and and they become very popular. Uh, I can tell you that during the games. Uh, the last two games of U.S. made, uh, you know, I, uh, by what, uh, you know, commentators were uh, saying, bars, uh, TVs were, you know, the best, you know, audience ever right. on, the, on the sport. So yeah. uh, MLS is growing extremely. Uh, they become, you know, they extend from 12 teams to 18 uh, couple more teams are to come along f uh, to play MLS and uh, you know Major League Soccer is is, uh, is growing uh, for the first time uh, he's now growing on the youth level where uh, Major League Soccer uh, teams are uh, implemented their youth programs uh, you know they're starting at 16 and, and 18 right now and uh, they expect by 2012 to, you know, to have uh, 14, 15, 16, 17, oh, and yeah. 18. Oh, so uh, that's going to be the jump for the sport uh, to grow. Uh, we want, you know, the, the teams want to uh, have the home product. And, and to be able to create the home product, just like in football and every other sport, you need to start, you know, making your own programs for the youth and, and you know, and, and, and grow it that way. So Yeah, I think even, you know, you bring up a good point about uh, the popularity. I mean, myself, not really a, a huge soccer fan. I mean, I found myself kind of intrigued and, and, and tuning into World Cup games right. and just uh, – and I think it's you know it's kind of the biggest stage for that sport. You know, it's once every four years, and and you bring up a good point. They didn't do as well this year as mm -hmm. I think the hope and expectations were, but it is what it is, and and you exactly. get one opportunity every yep. four years. So if you don't make take advantage of it, uh, it, it is. But I do have one more question, just to kind yeah. of follow up on yeah. that. Is you know yeah. I I know the uh, the United States was up for World Cup uh, contention as far as being a host country, mm -hmm. and uh, you know as a sort of a casual observer to that sport. I hear there's a lot of politics involved. Right. Uh, what's your opinion of that? Um, it is it is a little you know uh, politics you know involved on 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 as far as decision making uh, in my view also. But uh, you know, United States had hosts in 1994 uh, World Cup. World Cup, yeah. Uh, it's not going to be the. It was going to be the second time that uh, they they put a bid on it, and it would have been the second time that they were host the World Cup. Um, at the same time, uh, you know, five, uh, uh, you know, the, the international federation would likes to give the opportunity to uh, 
countries that never host a World Cup um, and that are uh, at the same time in you know uh, with the financials uh, you know stability to be able to host one uh, they have choose Qatar from <coughs> from Africa and uh, you know they it's the first time uh, Qatar is a is a is a country that is stable financially and and you know the uh, this year you know uh, it was another African country that uh, had hosted the, the World Cup, and um, maybe the fever is on Africa right now. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it yeah. goes their way. But uh, you know, uh, Portugal was involved on a bit Portugal together with that. Spain. England himself, he uh, was involved on a bit and uh, become Qatar, England. It uh, was second, and and uh, Portugal, Spain third, and then U.S. was the fourth one. I think U.S. because he hosts one already. Uh, I think uh, they were, you know, made the preference to a country that he was never host one before. So, well, you know, and like I was saying, you know, this sports show is not just football. You know, soccer because we all look at our kids growing up to sportsmanship and learning the game of whatever you're playing, not just football. Like Brent was saying, you know, it's nice us to learn about soccer. You know, I'm intrigued by it. You know. I can sit there and watch it, but, you know, like, I don't understand it, but, you know, understanding it more now. So, you know, soccer, baseball, it's all, you know, sports. Yeah, I think it's just like any any other sport. I mean, the more you, 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 you give anything a chance, the more you pay attention to something. Right. You know, I... I didn't know what offsides was when I first started watching soccer, but you can kind of figure it out. You know, you sit right. there and, and you and you see it enough, you can <coughs> kind of determine. Oh, okay, well, I can call it myself now. You know, so and I'm I am you know I can't say that I, I know a whole lot about uh, you know even the MLS or or the international uh, scene, but uh, it's 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 really in my opinion it's it's. It might not be a lot of scoring. It might not be a lot of this, which I think is is part of the reason why it's not as popular as maybe some football or, or yeah, basketball right. or what have you. But um, there's a lot of finesse and there's a lot of just you know really world class athletes that can play this yeah. game and can and can pass the ball with their foot. That is just you know it kind of blows you away how what they can do with uh, yeah with the soccer ball. Absolutely, you know I. I've if you ask me about the football game, I can tell you the first time that I watch a football game, uh, I do love to go and watch a football well, game. You're a Cardinal today. fan, you told us. That. <laughs> <laughs> you got to put that out there. I'm you always know. with the city where I live on it. <laughs> when know. in Rome, so exactly. Yeah. I, I always, you know, choose uh, where I live, that's my team. Yeah, okay. You know, so I, uh, I'm. But, uh, you know, watching a football game, the first game that I watch, I keep asking my wife, you know, what is the ball at? You know, I couldn't <laughs> see the ball, you know, yeah. and, and uh, you know, uh, but uh, I, I do enjoy watching a football game and uh, spe- uh, more life than on TV. Uh, I, you know, uh, life, it, it, I think it's a, a tremendous game, uh, tremendous athletes that, uh, you know, uh, perform a fantastic, you know, do a fantastic job on the field, uh, every single one. I, I'm impressed with the athletic piece of, of the game. Uh, it's it's amazing and and with soccer is not as a, not as athletic but uh, with the days on it's you know you need to be you know uh, in very extremely good shape to uh, you know to uh, to play the game uh, in football it's more you know being big and and strong and and fast you know in soccer you could be a small guy and be a heck of a player so you know well, it's different i don't know if you guys agree with me on this i don't know if you brent but i think football is more mentally 
than besides physical because it's more of a, a game of using your mind. And I think soccer is more physical. Run up and down the field every, you know, minute. Am I right, Brent? Or do that sound? <laughs> I mean, it makes sense I mean, to me. I, you know, you and I, yeah. uh, sometimes we don't agree on a lot of stuff, but that that, that makes sense, James. Yeah. I mean, I, you watch those. I mean, I think, you know, hockey gets a bad rap because there's not a lot of scoring either. Right. And I think maybe that's sort of right. a, a comparative uh, type game. Good, You know, sure. you have the crisp yep. passing skills. and uh, uh, But you have to be in phenomenal shape, I think, to play yeah. ice hockey. And I think you'd have to be in, you know, phenomenal shape to play, you know, soccer. To play soccer, yeah. Forty-five minutes of, of running up and down. Uh, well, ninety minutes. Well, every chap, right? Exactly. You know, before so. you even get that break, you know what I mean. So it's not like you're seven guys in left and right, and you're playing offense or defense. Right. You're you're running. I mean, how how long is average the field? player runs uh, uh, around eight to nine miles a game? Wow. <laughs> so uh, you know it's uh, it's 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 physically you know uh, you have to be in shape you know. Uh, Sparta's the football. No, it's you and know, there's got to be some mental aspect to that too. Because if you tell it me is. I had to run eight or nine miles, yeah. I, I think mentally I'd be done already. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah. I know you said mental, but I looked at football because like when I was in camp, people say how was camp? I said I was emotionally drained, mentally, not physically, but emotionally, like emotionally trying drained. to get the plays down, learning what different you know defense they in or what this quarterback call you know you know. So it was more of a mind. Physically, you know you got to be there because you exactly. had to be physically good to yep. play in the NFL. But it was mentally trying, you know what I'm saying? So um, that's my whole thing. It probably more mentally on the football than on the soccer. And the soccer, uh, the, concept, the, the the focus piece needs, you know, is extremely important. Uh, <clears throat> the vision, you know, of the, the field and the game, it's extremely important. For the football, you know, like you said, James, it's I think it's mentally, you know, very, very hard to uh, on the players to, you know, to like you said, to do the recall the plays and, and be extremely focused. Especially with the quarterback. You know, they got so <laughs> many different things to read. Uh, yeah. You know, and the quarterback reading the defense got to tell his players what to do from his offensive lineman to the running back yep. to his receivers. So mentally it's like, you know, how much physical do you need, you know? I don't know. Yeah. Well, I, like I said, I think you bring up a good point, though. It's, it's, yeah. There's got to be a lot of mental in all sports. I mean, it, it, to, to perform on that level with the, the, the pressure and the, and the kind yeah. of the world stage, so to speak, in, in a World Cup, and, and to perform the way these athletes do perform, uh, there's definitely some physicalness <laughs> to that, but you've got to be mentally strong as well, too. Now, mental, mentally, it's definitely definitely a piece on both sports, on all the sports. Right. You know, I, I see it on soccer where uh, it's a decision-making process. You know, each one needs you know to make their own decisions. Uh, as in football, right. which I'm, I don't really know a lot, but the quarterback needs to make a lot of decisions yeah, exactly. during the game, yeah. and he needs to think for himself and and be a leader at the same time. On soccer, each one needs to think for themselves, you know. They do have some plays that are, you know, uh, made on practice. And uh, But overall, playing a game, uh, each one needs to make their own decisions, you know, and, and it's got to be the right decision. Right. Otherwise, you lose the ball. Now, are there so. decisions, do you think, I mean, like you say, football, I don't know, Brent, are there decisions quicker than football? Or cause I think soccer, you think it more quicker than football, you, you got time to look <coughs> over it? Uh, I'll say yes. Uh, one of the factors that we struggle with the kids, it's it's the decision-making process uh, that they need to learn uh, before the ball came to them. Uh, I used to tell people, ask me, what's the difference between, you know, 
uh, a kid that is playing you know soccer here and the kid that is playing soccer in in Europe and the only difference that I see it's the decision making process you know it's a kid uh, back in Europe when he's playing the game at the youth level uh, on a meaningful uh, game uh, before the ball comes he knows what he's going to do with the ball uh, here uh, you know the, the 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 kids are not used to do that so it's we need to implement uh, that thinking process on them where they need to decision and making before the ball comes to them. Yeah, absolutely. I, and, you know, I have a little bit of experience with soccer in the sense that, you know, when my son was six years old, I coached his, you know, his YMCA soccer club. There and, we go. <laughs> uh, and, you know, the one thing I noticed was, you know, they're, they're kind of a bunch of grapes, so to speak. They always kind of run around and they all want to kick the ball at the same time. Yeah. And I think the one thing I stressed was is, is you have to kind of think about where you want to be and where your, where your teammates are going to be because if you're spread <laughs> out and are strategic, you get the ball exactly. to the right person, that gives you the best opportunity to score, which I mean, uh, it's not that, rocket yeah, science. Exactly. It's, it's it's pretty simple, but <coughs> but I, I think because of the the, the level of um, of um, what's the word I'm looking for? I mean, the attention it gets over over in Europe and in some of the other right. countries around the world, as opposed to the attention it gets here, it's it's probably a night and day difference. Yeah, it's it's it's. It's you know a player needs to think for himself, and and to be honest with you, I. I you know, if you ask me, what's you know the difference between a player from here and Europe? I don't see no difference, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. You know, at the technical level, uh, you know, I, I see I see kids here that you know, uh, technical more developed than some of the kids back back home. Uh, the only the only process is is the passion, the the the, the decision making. Uh, the fast thinking that you know needs to be implemented on 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 the player, so uh, you know I, it's soccer is a is a very uh, uh, you know uh, thinking and and process of of uh, you know uh, decision. Each player needs to make their own decisions on football. football. Uh, probably you know it's almost. Uh, well, some players will need to make the decision, right? You know, they need to go right or left. You got to make your own decision, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, this is Jason Love. We're gonna take a break. We'll be right back, you know, and uh, we'll be talking loving that sports talk, talking about soccer, football, and sportsmanship for our kids and uh, professional players. We'll be right back. school to the pros we we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports are you a real sports fan get ready to talk football and anything else sports with kwame lassiter formerly with the arizona cardinals san diego chargers and st louis rams kwame's got the experience so he's prepared to talk sports with you Every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time. Get ready for unpredictable fun and sometimes a sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. 
Entrepreneurial Insights is your weekly excursion into the world of business ownership. Presented by Sunbelt Business Brokers, the leading business brokerage and intermediary firm in the world, Entrepreneurial Insights will examine critical issues that impact both existing and prospective business owners. If you own or want to own a small business, listen for Entrepreneurial Insights with John Davies, Pino Boccinello, and Matt Ottaway. Fridays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Get ready to go inside the minds and behind the scenes with the top professional athletes, celebrities, and music entertainers. It's a sports show like no other. Keeping it real. Keeping it real with former NFL wide receiver Jarris McIntyre is real talk with in-depth interviews, topical discussions, and a whole lot of comedy. You'll hear from the entertainers, the athletes, and the fans. Keeping it real. Keeping it real with Jarris McIntyre is broadcast live every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is James Loving, and I'm hosting Loving That Sports Talk, and I'm back in the studio. Great guest today. You know, um... You know, we talk about soccer, we talk about football, we talk about baseball, we talk about, like I said, sports. It's the same thing, you know, building our kids to, you know, good sportsmanship, uh, discipline and all that. But I'm not going to let Brent go uh, without getting out of here today. I don't know if we do this segment or the next one, talk about Nebraska, because I'm going to get on <laughs> here about his Nebraska. So you ain't going to get out of here, Brent, without saying something about that. All right, all right. But, you know, I want to ask um, you guys a couple questions. You know, um, and, and and when I'm when I'm playing sports, you know, I look at the younger generation. That's where we want to start. You know, isn't it like um, how can I say this? Where the parents are getting out of control with these kids, where they all want them to play sports and become this professional, and they're doing things that's like crazy and making these kids go, you know, because they want them to be these athletes. I will start with you, Brent. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? I think um, there's so much money to be made in professional sports. Um, there's so much, uh, you know, I mean, you look at Cam Newton and his father and, you know, the whole pay-per-play or what, play-for-pay pay scheme, uh, um, you know, you know, the old expression, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying, you know, yeah. I, 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 you'd like to think that that, that doesn't exist, but you know, truth be told, it has to exist out there. There's always somebody looking for a competitive advantage. Um, and I think it's because there's so much money to be made. I mean, not that I'm going to lump Cliff Lee, the pitcher for the, the, the Phillies, who just signed a five-year, $120 million contract to, to play professional baseball. I mean, you know, there's just yeah. ungodly amount of money out there that can uh, be made if you are uh, the best in what you do. And if it, it takes a little you know, advantage to whether it's, you know, taking performance-enhancing drugs or whether it's getting into the right program or whether it's, you know, it's just, it's kind of craziness out there. Now, is that the same in soccer? Do you see these parents just, like, going to the stream to get, you know? I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, I haven't dealt with soccer players. I've yeah. never coached. But do you see that where 
I mean, uh, yeah, that that happens on, on on every sport. I think you know, uh, on soccer, it's. Uh, uh, I used to say that uh, as a parent, and you know, uh, you always want your kids to be what you you never achieve. Achieve, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and and you know, I I, I tell I you know I have you know different uh, you know meetings with parents and 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 I tell them that you know it, it's got to be a natural way for the kid to grow playing the sport uh, as long as I, I think when the pressure becomes on comes you know goes on the kid I think the fun is being taken away and he's not going to be enjoy the game anymore uh, it's extremely important that he's enjoy playing the game because when he enjoys plays the game that's when his abilities and technical level arise and 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 everything that is inside that box comes out right. so I, I i mean can you help me with this i yeah. heard a story about what you told a parent Sarah's <coughs> tell me the parent came to you and said you know do you think my son going to be great you remember that story and uh, you told yeah. the parent like ask the son you know what i'm talking about can right, you explain right. that story you know the, the well you know it's for for uh, parent us parents you know uh, we want the best for our kids mm-hmm. you know it's right. obvious and they all special to us uh, for a coach they you know they all special not okay. just one right so he's got to be you know uh, you know kind of uh, you know uh, you know fair with every single one and and for you know for a for a parent uh, you know, I, I used to tell them that it's okay to, you know, to make them, you know, to, for the kids to make mistakes. The only way they're going to learn it's by making their own mistakes and, and, and they need to stay, you know, to stay away. Don't, don't make your kid to be what, you know, what you wanted them to be, but, you know, uh, just, um, to be themselves and, and, and you know, uh, they're never going to be what you wanted them to be if, you know, or try to be what you are wanted to be when you are younger and, and never achieve. So, uh, you know, that pressure, uh, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's no good. And, I, you know, I have different meetings with parents about yeah. that. Well, I think you kind of hit it on the head, too. I mean, you know, are there going to be people who are looking for, you know, to maybe cheat a little bit or, or get a little bit of a competitive advantage? Yeah, but I don't – I think that's more the – uh, not the norm. I think, you know, for 95% of the population, uh, I think when kids feel confident uh, and, and and they feel like they have, um, they can have fun, That's right. they can enjoy what they're yep. doing, that they can go out there and be themselves. And I think it kind of frees them up to actually excel and, and, and excel be a better player. Yeah. No, absolutely. It's, you know, the, 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 as far as, <coughs> um, you know, I used to tell parents, you know, if, if your kid is playing a game, and I keep telling them, you know, and and if the team and you know loses the game, you know, it's you know it's parents usually on the way home, you know, uh, make a lot of pressure on the kids. Uh, either you know they didn't play, you know, the way they were supposed to be playing, or you missed this and you missed that, and and you should have run more, mm-hmm. you know, and that's why your team lost, and you know, and yeah. uh, you know that uh, kids. Uh, basically, you know, eight-year-olds to to third to twelve-year-olds. Thirty minutes after the game is over, they out. 
they yeah. forgot everything. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they they on the different world again. Yeah, they you are. Know? Yeah. So you know, if we leave them alone, they'll be just fine. You know. <laughs> and I kind of think it's those same parents who you know kind of talk to their kids after the game, or the ones that maybe push their kid into that sport. Yeah. To you know, maybe yeah. the maybe the kid isn't even all that interested in playing right. it, but yeah. you know, mom or dad or mom and dad want them both to to ex, you know excel and and do well because. Maybe they didn't have the opportunity and, when and, they were that age. And, and like when I played sports, you know, um, I kind of feel that way too because I was playing football because, you know, my parents, we grew up, we had none. I'm thinking, go into this and make this money, you know. <laughs> you know, I was playing to do something, you know, to help my family. You know, I want something better, you know, for them. Right. So, you know, you're right. You know, I had to play for me. For yourself. You know, yeah. for myself, you know. So when I looked at that, you know, I said, hey, you know, you are good. Start playing for you, and whatever happens going to happen. If you get that money, you know, then you can help. But play for yourself. Play yeah. for me. And that's why, you know, help me better, to be a better athlete. Right. Especially a person off the field, you know. Let me ask you something. Did yeah. your parents watch your games? Or many of them? <laughs> <laughs> you know, my parents were that old school. Uh, it was work and education. Yeah. So, but, you know, my mom never came because she always thought I got hurt every time. But, yeah. you know, my dad was there, you know, so. Yeah, no, but they didn't push me into but they it. Didn't push they never pushed right. me into saying, yep. you know, they, always, they was on me about education. Right. That was their thing. We don't care. None about sports, no, all this money. It's uh, education we want you to get. Right. And I respect them for that, you know. And you that's know, what made you, you know, go, you know. But we're going to take yeah. another break, you know, and we're going to be back with my guests in the studio. And we're going to have uh, a great, interesting question for each one of them. And we're going to take this show to an end. And uh, we'll be right back with James Levin, Levin at Sports Talk. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Spin It with Chuck Foreman has a spin on so much that's going on. It will be hard to fit it all into the promo. We'll talk about the weekend games, what to look forward to, hot topics in the news. Spin It Old School, which gives a back-in-the-day approach from Chuck. A no-spin zone where Chuck gives an unbiased opinion and lets you do the same. Chuck will be taking us around town and around the world with news, happenings, and more. It's football, news, and happenings. Tune in for Spin It with Chuck Foreman, Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. It's more than a sports show. Tune in every Friday for End of the Bench with Tony Bowie. Tony knows and does it all. Whether it's sports, business, or politics, the discussion all comes to focus in one place. You'll hear from the personalities as well as the everyday people, each bringing their own perspective to the discussion. This is a weekly forum that you'll want to be a part of. End of the Bench with Tony Bowie airs live every Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time. That's 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. 
You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is James Loving. I'm back hosting Loving That Sports Talk. I got my guest Brent. Casanelli and I got Rui in the in the studio today, which is good. I like this, you know. Like me and Brent was saying, well, we had another script today, but this was great. What well, we thought we learned a lot, didn't we, Brent? Absolutely. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, like I said, soccer is definitely becoming, uh, I think, a lot more popular in in the mm. United States, and I think yep. uh, in the World Cup uh, was a was a great stage for us to, to yep. you know, and and again, they the the U.S. squad maybe didn't perform as well as uh, expectations or hopes were concerned, but uh, I think it uh, it brought a lot of uh, you know positive uh, spotlight to the sport. Absolutely, just you know, I was just get ready for the next one. That's all it is. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, I'm, you know, before I leave out, you know, I like to do my guests ask them a question, pops, and make them think. We not script, <laughs> um, but I definitely want to get a brand on that Nebraska corner. So you know. We talk and we text back and forth, you know, and I'm like, I don't like Nebraska. And he says, come on, Brent, what happened? Well, <laughs> well, what do you want to know, James? I mean, we, you know, we, uh, you know, it's, it, Rui brought up a good point. You know, expectations for Nebraska this year were yeah. that they were going to win the Big 12 Conference. They were going to, you know, play hopefully uh in in a, in a you know a big BCS bowl game uh and it didn't work out you know they mm-hmm. they had uh, really you know a, a couple of uh poor performances you know i'm not going to blame it on injuries but uh you know quarterback was hurt uh, the mm-hmm. majority of the year <coughs> i think uh, you know there's uh, you know, if you're a conspiracy theorist that uh, the big 12 was out <laughs> to to get them this year yeah. because they're you know moving off to the big 10 but uh you know i don't buy into that at all i think that uh, they're, they're young men that uh that go out there and they want to play well um and they and they want to succeed um, and they do their best, and sometimes it doesn't work out. But I do want to say that before the season started, you know, you and I had this conversation, and you said <laughs> Nebraska ain't nowhere close to being a team of national prominence, and yeah. I think I'm going to have to disagree with you on yeah. that. Yeah. I think that they have uh, you know, proven that they, um, you know, they're, they're back. I don't know if they're going to be a national championship team, and I think it's only going to get tougher when they move into the Big Ten Conference next year. But uh, uh, it's fun to have uh, – Bo Pelini is a coach. I think he brings a lot of uh, fire to that program. I think uh, it's something that, uh, as a Nebraska fan, uh, something we look forward to going into next year. Yeah, and like I say, Brent be back on the show, <laughs> so we gonna be more talking about this. No, but you know, that. before I go, I have two questions for my guests. You know, I'll start with you, Rory. You know, what what's your opinion on if I'm a player, young player, and you the coach, and you having a problem between me? Or as a coach, who would you get rid of? You know, because you see all these players having these problems, and they blame the coach, or you blame the player. Which one? Who you blame? You know, either the coach. You, if I'm an owner of your, of your team, soccer <coughs> team, and a player comes to me complaining, or you know, you the coach, who who do you blame? You know, on soccer, it's very easy. It's very, it's co- very easy. Okay. You blame the coach. You, you blame know. the coach. Why? Yeah, Why? The, the player stays. You blame the coach. Uh, the, the the players. It's it's just the easiest process. 
to, to change. Uh, when the team is not performing at the level that it was expected to, uh, to the investment that was made, to the you know to the to the fan expectations, the easiest fix is the coach. Mm. You know, get rid of the coach, change something. Uh, new blood needs to come in, and uh, the group of players. It's difficult to change because you have contracts in place and you have you know uh you know who will have to you know changing a whole team it's it's very difficult changing one guy it's easy you know you just you know sit down make an agreement and and uh you know it's different so uh, it's it's i think it's when a team is not worth is not performing to the investment that was made uh in my opinion it's the coach and you know, and and you made me change my question up to Brent. You know, <laughs> we got four minutes left, but Brent, I don't know if you agree with that, do you? Because go ahead, explain. Well, if you I, got, I don't know if you can actually put a put a label on. It. I was going to say I wrote down T O before I. I was I, thinking T O. I'll wait for you first. I get to Brent to say I know you don't agree with that, do you? <laughs> I, I'm not going to disagree with it, but I don't know if you can put a blanket statement and say that it's actually just the coach. I mean, I think yeah. that there's definitely. Um, you know, Rui brings up a good point. Is it easier to change out the coach or the player? I mean, the player's got talent. Right. Sometimes you just have to bring in somebody that can you know, manage that that personality, manage that talent, and right. and, and make it work. <clears throat> but um, do I think there are you know quote unquote cancerous players on on a on a team, whether it's soccer or whether right. it's football or whether it's basketball or what have you? Absolutely. And uh, you know, if I'm an owner, I think I have to look at kind of both sides of that uh, picture. And you know, if the coach is loved by 95% of the team and that one player um, maybe is the one who has issues. Yeah, I don't know, Rui. I might have changed. I might well, have it could be different because if you have a team together and, and I look at overall sports in my opinion, you know, the way I, the way I look at it, it's you're not going to teach on a professional level a player how to play the game. Mm. You know, he already knows how to play the game. He already knows if it's football or, you know, catch their ball. He already knows how to run. So you're not teaching them the technical, uh, you know, uh, levels of, you know, the skill level is already there. So to me, it's it's more on the motivational piece and leadership. Uh, you know, coaches in soccer, it requires a lot of leadership, you know. Uh, you see a, a guy that uh, he's now with Real Madrid in Spain. <clears throat> he happens to be Portuguese. And <laughs> I'm not just saying that, but you know he claims himself the best of the world, and 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 the reason he claims himself the best of the world is you know as a leader of the group, and with that he got you know three championships, one you know three on the row, one after another one. So with different teams mm. in one year, so that says something. You well, I just like to end saying you know this is my opinion, you know. I look at it, you can't change the coach all the time. It's just like if you're a parent, your kid acting up. You don't change parents, and you stay with. So I think these owners should stay with these um, coaches and respect these coaches' decisions because they're not making bad. Some of them are, but they're not bad. So if this is a bad person on you, you get rid of them and you change around, you know. Yeah, and I agree too. I mean, I think, you know, you can look at both sides of it and you can make an argument both ways. But I do right. think that if you've got – somebody on your team that's disrupting the team, you can get rid of the coach, but if the team still doesn't like that player, that problem doesn't go away. Right. You know, so uh, I hear what you're so saying. So the players really. like the coach. Yeah. Yeah, well, that, that's, 
Yeah, there's, I think there's a lot of factors involved. I think you have it's to look at – got to look at it that way. Absolutely. Yeah? I think there's a, there's a million ways of different, different Some ways Some guys don't perform it. for one guy, but they'll perform for another guy. You yeah, know? Absolutely. So. Absolutely. But I think if you've got that player who rubs everybody else wrong <laughs> on the team – even if you get rid of a coach, you're still going to have those those personalities. And that's what I'm saying. You get rid of a, a, a Wade Phillips that you don't agree with, you agree with, but I don't. But you still got these players, but they want to play for this other coach. That's not fair. But they didn't give that all for him. So you know, it was you know, like you say. You, yeah, I don't think it was necessarily a player, though. I think it was a team thing, and I think that's yeah. maybe a different situation. Whereas sure, like. if you've got somebody who is just you know a pain. Uh, to, to and, and causing issues for the rest of the team, then I think you address that separately. Yeah, you know, it's for a coach. It's usually a coach when makes makes his own team. Yeah, he brings yeah. his own players and he chooses the players, and you know, he tries to the owner of the team to give it to him what you know what he what he wants. Well, so, don't get me wrong. I think yeah. some coaches need to be replaced, but I don't think the players should dictate that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So. I agree. Well, we definitely had a great show again. You know, had Rui, soccer. We learned a lot about. <laughs> we have Brent in again, you know. And like I say, Brent, you know, we probably hosted my show one day when I'm out with it. So everybody tune in and listen to him. And this is James Loving, hosting another one at Loving That Sports Talk. Thank you for listening in. That's going to do it for this week's edition of Loving That Sports Talk. But don't worry, James Loving will be back next week, Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get ready to love more sports talk then. And keep in touch with James all week at lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.